Welcome to The Lending Lowdown. I'm CJ Doherty, Director of Analysis at Refinitiv LPC. And today we're pivoting to another part of the lending market, the commercial property market, which has been grabbing headlines and raising concerns among policymakers and investors. And most recently, Berkshire Hathaway Vice Chair Charlie Munger issued a warning about the U.S. commercial property market saying banks were full of bad loans. Overall, the market is roughly five and a half trillion in size, so very significant. And the environment has changed with less demand for office space, given more work from home these days, and higher interest rates is also among the factors impacting the market. So it's something we want to delve more into. And to do that, I'm happy to be joined by Richard Leong, senior reporter at our sister company, IFR. Welcome, Richard. Thanks for joining me. Great. Thank you for having me, CJ. Great. So uh, to kick it off then, Richard, let's start broadly. And can you set the stage and talk about the challenges that the commercial real estate market is facing? There's quite a few. First of all, you have the biggest increase in interest rate here in the U.S. in 40 years. Then you're seeing property prices starting to fall um, roughly about 20%. But the fear is that uh, they're going to drop even more uh, over the course of the next 12 to 18 months. And thirdly, and probably the most uncertain risk that the market is facing is about remote work. We just don't know right now how this is going to impact long-term demand for office space here in the U.S. and even around the world. Okay, great. And, and to what degree have these pressures intensified after the collapse of you know, Silicon Valley Bank, Signature Bank, and First Republic? How exposed are banks? So let me start off just to be clear that the collapse of those banks had nothing to do with commercial real estate. They had to do with deposit runs because of their customer base and losses on investment because of the huge jump in interest rates. But it is uh, leading uh, the market to speculate whether the losses from banks' exposure to commercial real estate, especially regional ones, uh, and whether commercial real estate is really the next big shoe to drop uh, for the market and for the banking system. So overall, banks have a pretty wide range of commercial real estate exposure. You have some that have very little to ones that have as much as 20 to 30%, depending on the size, which is quite sizable, and that's what's causing concerns in the market right now. Okay, and, and so against this backdrop that you've described, you know, to what extent are lending standards tightening and banks pulling back? I know if we look at some refinitive data, uh, US CMBS issuance slowed to roughly 14 billion in the first quarter of this year, and that was actually the lowest quarterly volume since 2012. That drop in volume is a reflection of what we're seeing in the tightening of lending standards. Banks are essentially demanding uh, more cash from uh, from the borrowers and also uh, for the banks to just uh, demand uh, higher compensation for the loans that they're making. Um, borrowers themselves are quite reluctant at this point, uh, some of them, to um, make that commitment because they just don't know whether the properties that they own right now is going to be worth anywhere near the uh, price that they paid for just several years ago. Okay, so so given what you've kind of described there, I'd like to, to uh, delve a little bit more into the level of pressure in the market these days. What are you seeing in terms of delinquencies? And to what extent have we seen downgrades in CMBS recently? And, and to what extent are downgrades set to continue? Um, delinquency levels are definitely on the rise. But on a historical basis, they're still very low. Even a problem sector like office right now is still fairly low based on the recent data from uh, different firms. They're roughly about 2%, which on a historical level, they're still quite low. But again, uh, 
the market is looking at the trajectory of these delinquencies and you're seeing some of the rating agencies responding by putting some of these deals on what they call credit watch so they are up there for possible downgrades and the expectation is that a lot more of these deals might be on these watch lists for possible downgrades okay definitely worth uh keeping keeping monitoring that and and i want to stay on the topic of stress in the market you know there have been some major defaults in the commercial real estate sector in the past year can you provide some names and context here i think two of the biggest names that have really grabbed the attention of the market are two of the biggest private equity funds in the world which are blackstone and brookfield um blackstone in particular here uh, in manhattan for instance uh where i work uh they did uh default on the loan on a big midtown manhattan office building so that started grabbing the market's attention and Brookfield this year have defaulted on uh, a couple of office property in LA, and that's also causing uh, quite a bit of a stir and concern in the market that uh, you have big deep pocket investors that have poured a lot of money into this sector, and now they are just defaulting on the loans. Okay, great. And, and, and so, um, you know, a lot of the 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 information you've provided here today, you know, we've touched on a lot of the negativity around the commercial real estate market recently. But before we wrap up, I want to get your opinion on whether you see opportunities in this environment too. I think there's definitely one sector of the investment community that are looking at uh, bargain hunting, uh, looking at whether uh, these properties, once they become distressed and perhaps uh, they have to be offloaded through some kind of even fire sale, whether they could pick up these uh properties at a bargain price in hopes that uh, they can work out their problems with tenants uh, or the fact that uh, essentially they can ride out the real estate um, and interest rate cycle that we're in right now and the property values are going to go up and they could profit from it. So that's definitely one of the area in which uh, some part of the uh, investor community is looking at to maybe um, make some money off from the downturn that we're seeing or the stress that we're seeing in the market. Okay, great, Richard. And on that note, we'll wrap up for today. And we'll certainly be keeping a close eye on the commercial property market in the coming months to see how things play out. Richard, thanks very much for sharing your insights with us. And thank you all for tuning in. I invite you to check out IFR's coverage on the commercial property market, and indeed the broader capital markets at ifre.com, and follow them on Twitter at IFRTweets. I'm CJ Doherty. Subscribe to The Lending Lowdown on your favorite podcast platform. When you contribute your fixed income deals to Refinitiv, they'll reach over half a million buy and sell side professionals around the world and be included in our industry-leading league table rankings. To ensure we're capturing your entire deal flow, visit contribute.refinitiv.com forward slash FI signup or contact our team at contribute at refinitiv.com. Make your deal count.